The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Here they come! What the hell are you two doing? The revolution with Jim and Trav is what America is screaming for. Ah! Oh, yeah! You are a part of it. One's as bad as the other. Rev it up, baby! You are the reason the outdoors is rising. Go! It's go time! And together, we're taking it mainstream. I don't believe you're seriously considering listening to these men. Welcome to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here they are. <laughs> hey, boy. That's a good buck. Look how wide that sucker is. That CVA roared, he got acquainted with the ground. <laughs> you know what, like, bull riding, you know, to get, like, pumped up to, like, play Hell's Bells? Yeah. <laughs> Wrestlers play something. <laughs> I just listened to Roger Ragland. Get your pumped up. I get so it? excited. Yeah, we're talking the essential fall prep for whitetail and mule deer hunting on today's show. And we got a great list of pros lined up, Jimbo. Yeah, hey, our first guest is Stephen West. That's right, Stephen with a PH. Stephen West, he is the host of West of Texas on Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Then we're going to be joined by Mr. Cat Daddy. He is our very own loving bib-wearing. He's prepping for the fall. Catfish expert. Mrs. Bunny, you're not going to be here this week, not though, right? Not stick around, boys. Uh, Mrs. Bunny, she's going to go gopher hunting today. Yep. Uh, finally, wrapping things up, we're going to have Randy Birdsong, and he is the co-host alongside Nate Hosey. That is Headhunters TV on Outdoor Channel, Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You have to watch it again. We are talking all things whitetail, mule deer hunting, and catfishing on today's show. And we're preparing for the fall hunt. It's going to be amazing. Let's get to Stephen West, and it's brought to you by Since Jeans. The revolution with Jim and Travis on the air. We're talking essential fall prep this week. Now kicking off another two-part interview with Stephen West, host of West of Texas on Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of the revolution with Jim and Trav. View their entire line of apparel at cinchjeans.com. This is part one. All right, buddy, before you go. Yeah. If you had to pick yes. between a monster mule deer yeah. or whitetail yeah. or cat daddy in the velvet, of course it's going to be cat daddy, <laughs> in the velvet or out, what would you pick? Mule deer, not in velvet. Really? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. There's just something about mule deer. I don't know what it is. I love whitetails. impressive. Yeah, I love whitetails, but there's just something about mule deer. I just really, I don't know. That surprised me. Yeah? You're not as shallow as I thought. (laughs) 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 Maybe. Maybe Your shallowness (laughs) is getting deeper. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so just now being joined by Mr. Stephen West. Again, he is the host of West of Texas on Sportsman Channel. Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Pick up previous seasons and episodes with the My Outdoor TV app. All right, so let's get right into uh, mule deer hunting and field judging. Uh, you can't field judge a mule deer the same as you would a whitetail. Their development isn't the same. Environmental conditions make a huge impact. It's easy to be deceived uh, when they are in velvet. So what are some nuggets, Stephen, you could kind of drop on our listeners to help us better understand and field judge early season mule deer? Yeah, down here in Texas, especially like our West Texas mule deer, they're way further behind as far as their antler development goes than like your Western United States deer, you know, your Colorado, Utah, you know, 
so on and so forth. Those kind of bucks are way further ahead of our deer. And so I get a lot of hunters that come in and their only prior experience with mule deer is, you know, those western states and hunting them up in the high country. And, you know, so a lot of guys can get kind of disappointed when they come down here at this time of year to scout because our deer are so far behind. And I think that's the biggest thing with field judging them down here is, you know, knowing that these are further behind in their antler development and then also realizing that these deer live in the desert and these deer are not going to weigh 250 pounds like your high country deer, like your western United States deer. So, you know, a lot of guys can get real fired up and they see a, you know, 160-inch deer down here because he's only sitting on about a 150, 175-pound body, you know, so... Just do your homework, you know, know what those years measure out to. And yeah, that's kind of the simplest thing to do, in my opinion, is just kind of have little landmarks to judge these, you know, increments by, you know, how long is, is the deer? Okay, line that up to G2 and, you know, stuff like that. Just knowing that these deer have way smaller bodies and they're going to fool you when you first put your glass on them. Yeah. Now, the thing is, the horn configuration from a whitetail to a muley is like night and day, night and day really. And you've got yeah. those big, hopefully deep forks of the mule deer where you may get a forked whitetail, but not to the extent that you can of a monster muley. And then the other thing is, you know, we often look at the brow tines. Well, there's hardly any brow tines, even on a monster mule deer. Right, right. None. That's the thing with mule deer is, you know, a typical mule deer frame, you're going to have, you know, your back forks, what they call, and, and your front forks. And for, you know, us whitetail guys, what they're calling the back fork is what we would call a split G2 on a whitetail, right? Uh-huh. You know, your your back fork is going to be your furthest back tine, and it's going to split. And then what they call the front fork would be what we would call, you know, a G3 and the end of the main beam on a whitetail. Um but you're right, you know, the, the brow tines on a mule deer, a lot of guys that are into the whitetail stuff, you know, they see a big mule deer and get all upset because he doesn't have, have brow tines or eye guards. And uh, that's one of the biggest obstacles to, to jump over when you're getting into the mule deer game is don't get all hyped up on brow tines because, you know, a three-inch brow tine on a mule deer is, is a really big one, and a three-inch brow tine on a whitetail is kind of subpar. All right, talk with Mr. Stephen West. He is the host of West of Texas on Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, mule deer, they are tough critters, man. Uh, obviously, you've pursued them all over the place. What is your go-to caliber and round for knocking down these uh, monster muleys, buddy? Right now, I've been using a 6.5 PRC. Oh, and, really? Um, yeah, I love that little 6.5 round. There's different variables to the 6.5 now, you know, a bunch of different loads that people are making up. But that load is just kind of a perfect all-around cartridge. Um, you know, whether you're hunting mule deer or elk or anything, you know, it'll it'll get the job done. But the mule deer stuff for me, where I'm focused over in Mexico, it's real vast, wide open country. We got little hills and knobs scattered through big, giant patches flats. And so most of our stuff's really long range. So you want a fast bullet, you want something that shoots real flat. And, uh, yeah, your optics are, are kind of is what's going to separate you from everybody else. You know, you got to 
you got to be comfortable shooting at five to 600 yards and uh, not think twice about it. Yeah. Well, have you found that uh, that mule deer are really kind of curious animals? You bump them. Say you're out there doing a, a spot and stalk and you happen to bump one out of a draw. He'll run over there, maybe 150, 200 yards, stop, turn around and look at you. Is that kind of a typical activity of a mule deer? Yeah, you bet. Especially in these areas that aren't very pressured. And I, and that, you know, I keep talking about Mexico, but man, that's, that's a place I've fallen in love with. And for reasons exactly like that, you know, these deer are so unpressured and they're so, you know, they just never have any interaction with humans. And, uh, so they let you get away with a lot of more stuff than, you know, your typical deer and, you know, a public unit, for example, Colorado would, right? Um, but yeah, mule deer, I've, I've definitely found that they're way more curious and way more, easy going, if you will, than the whitetail are. I think a mature whitetail buck is about as hard of an animal to hunt in North America, just how smart they are and how turned on they can get to you. Whereas a mule deer, again, they'll kind of play the game with you for a little bit, try to figure out what you are, and sometimes that's too late for them. You bet. Hey, we got to take a break. Can you stick around? I got a whole lot more questions to ask you about mule deer hunting. You bet, man. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Stephen West. He's the host of West of Texas on uh, Sportsman's Channel Mondays at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. That's right. This has been brought to you by Cinch Jeans, the official clothing brand of the Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hop online and check out their entire line of apparel at cinchjeans.com. Now, Mr. Stephen, before we get to a break to learn more about you, West of Texas, everything you got going on, man. Your where, fiance. That's right. Where can we find you online? <laughs> uh, we've got a uh, website, westoftexastv.net. And then, yeah, we are uh, on the Sportsman Channel Monday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. You bet. Hey, we got a lot more Stephen West right after this. Don't go anywhere. Let's go shoot our bows and kill some deer. Make some jerky to fill you up. It's called Field to Table. JimandTrav.com. Log in. Stay connected by connecting to us with show archives, Jim's blog, Trav's Take. It's this website that's got like everything. Buy or bust, Mrs. Bunny, plus expert advice from our hunting and fishing pros, plus a lot of other cool crap I just don't have time to tell you about. Connect with the show via email or social media listen anytime in the truck at work in a blind or at home if it's hunter related and newsworthy connect with it here jimintrav.com stick around the revolution will be right back my outdoor tv is now available on all your favorite devices with the best hunting fishing and shooting shows ever made it's the ultimate streaming service for real life outdoor adventures my Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV, now everywhere. Sticky Holsters is an American company that specializes in developing and producing concealment holsters and other everyday carry products. All of our products are made right here in the USA and come with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Our holsters are designed for inside the waistband or pocket carry. There are no bulky, uncomfortable clips, hooks, or straps. They use our proprietary sticky material to securely hold in place. Carry confidently in comfort. Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle. Thanks for tuning into the
the revolution with Jim and Trav as we chat essential fall prep. Now let's rejoin Stephen West, host of West of Texas on Sportsman Channel, Mondays 8 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaOutdoors.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking essential fall prep on this week's show. Before the break, we had Stephen West on. Now, this is part two with old Stephen West. And how do you spell his name? P-H-E-N. P-H-E-N. You don't put the S-T-E, though. It's just P-H-E-N. Yeah, Finn. It's just implied. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, it's a program called West of Texas Sun Sportsman Channel, Monday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. That's right. Now, let's get back into mule deer hunting, man. You know, this time of year, it is warm. This is early season. It's always mentioned. I've heard Jimbo talk about it, kind of like the three-quarter rule, because during this time, whether you're chasing elk or mule deer, so on and so forth, these big bucks and bulls, they like to bed like three quarters of the way up a hill, a ridge line. So they can flip over the top. Exactly. It that also helps them because they can pick up the scent from down below. Because when you're down in the valley, as the earth temperature rises, that surface temp does as well. And what it does is creates wind drifts and actually pushes your scent it's called uphill. Wafting. I thought it was just thermal current. It's that uh, anyways, Jimbo is wafting at me right now. <laughs> uh so what are your go-to taxes, man? You don't want to get busted by your scent. You want to be successful, but you're doing a lot of walking and scouting. You're spot stock right now. What are your go-to tactics? Be patient. Sit in glass. Use your optics. You know, this time of year, you're, you got thermoclines that are sitting there swirling. You're sitting around and just a really unconstant, inconsistent wind down here. And, uh, you know, what I, the way I like to hunt them in the early season over here is just be patient. Sit on the hill all day if you have to. Go to areas that you know hold mature deer and just wait it out. These deer are not moving a whole lot during the daylight, right? And so being patient, sitting where you know they live, just wait for them to slip up. Yeah. Now, in your preseason scouting, obviously you've looked for uh, trails that they have through the countryside and so forth. Now, do you actually put up tree stands, ground brush lines stands or, or anything like that? Or whatever uh, to, to <laughs> kind of uh, shield your hunters, or do you just sit out in the open? Yeah, as far as, as far as hunting the mule deer here in West Texas, you do, you know, when you're, when you're down low below the mountain, you will set up, uh, you know, ground blinds, pop-up blinds, and, and more, more often than setting up pop-up blinds, it's just stacking brush piles, you know, just making it look as natural as you can, setting up on trails, setting up on water sources. Water is huge for us and really beneficial for hunting down here because it's, it's scarce. It's so, these little water holes are, very few and far between and uh yeah if you can find water it's got fresh tracks on it these deer will water every day this time of year and uh yeah it just after that after finding a good water hole or good spot to set up on then it just sit there cross your fingers and hope it happens today now are they as patternable as whitetail are or are they a bit more nomadic and just kind of like you're saying there could be a water hole stirring today anthill. yeah and it dries up and so now they're five miles over are they as patternable or not this time of year i definitely say they are you know it, it's early season they're still all bastard up with their groups of bucks and you know, again, when you're talking about water being as scarce as it is out here in the desert, you know, they're, they got to go a long way to find another water hole. Um, they're not necessarily going to be living on that water hole because everything in the desert will use that water that lives around there, you know, including mountain lions and, you know, coyotes and all that. 
but they will be in those areas. That's why I like to find, you know, especially a water hole that's down in a flat with hills around it. We get up high and glass for miles. You know, you know that you're going to run into them or, you know, put them in your glass after a while for sure. Yeah. Now, you had mentioned that uh, you use a, a 6.5 PRC, which is a great round. Now, we know that whitetails are just tough as nails. I mean, you can hit them hard and they still go. Do you find that mule deer are the same way or do they bruise easy? I don't I don't personally think that they're they have a will to live as strong as a whitetail. You know, if that makes sense to you. I just feel like a whitetail deer, I don't know, they're just a whole different level as far as their their wit and their smarts. Um and a lot of that again it has to do with pressure. A lot of whitetail deer where there's whitetail deer usually there's pressure. You know, at the end of the day, with the mule deer stuff, you can get lost. You can get so far away, so far into the backcountry where these deer are just never pushed around. They're never pressured. And I think as far as an animal being hard to bring down, a lot of that has to do with their adrenaline. How, how worked up have they gotten? Do they know you're there before the shot? How many times did you have to shoot? Did you miss them before that? It's stuff like that. And that's the reason I feel like Mule deer can get away from you after a good shot sometimes because you may be shooting long range. You may be making noise trying to get a shot, you know, if that buck's, you know, below you and you're making noise in the rocks above them. Anytime you get that heart rate going on them, that's your odds of finding them go further and further down. All right. Talk with Mr. Stephen West. He is the host of West of Texas on Sportsman Channel. Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern time. What can we come to expect in this current season, Aaron, man? I expect something completely different. We were working with a new production company this year, and uh, they're a group out of Austin, Texas called Cold Collaborative. Good buddy of mine, Shannon Vandeveer, owns the company. And uh, what we're focused on this year is stories. You know, it's not about the biggest buck we can find. You know, obviously we love hunting big deer and hunting big animals, but you know, getting back to the roots of hunting, why are we going to some of these areas? You know, just focusing on the story and what really drives us as hunters. You know, it's not about how big was he, how far was the shot, is he bigger than yours? You know, it's about what we did and, you know, what it took to get there. And, um, yeah, those are the things in my mind that stick out to me when I leave a hunt. You know, yeah, you you think about what you harvested and that's the end goal for sure, but the things that I look back on the most when I'm gone are who I was with and, you know, the country I was in and what it took to get there. Because kind of what we're doing over in Mexico is we're, we're trying to show people something that they can relate to, you know, hunting mule deer, hunting Tuesday or sheep, but doing it in a way that they didn't know still existed. It's so old school over there. It's all Indian country. You, you really feel like you're living in the 1850s over there. Yeah, actually, I, I Googled. Uh, Mexican dessert came up with sopapillas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what we do in the summertime. <laughs> you go. But it's like, who knows how to spell chief or chef? It's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've been talking. Yeah, hey, we've been talking with old Stephen West. Coming up next, we've got Cat Daddy. He's a hit honcho and guide at Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures. That's right. We got to get you a break again. Make sure you watch West of Texas Sports Channel Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Steven, you're so awesome. God bless you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Much appreciated, guys. We'll talk to you later.
You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. And now, some highlights from the show. Uh, hmm. All right. <laughs> was that... Are you going to go back? <laughs> you I just said it! More. That was really good. If it wings. If it, if it swings. If it, if it wings. Uh, Don't move. More thrilling outdoor radio when The Revolution with Jim and Trav. That is true, yes. Yeah. Continues next. He's out there. The elusive wild boar. And now, the dogs are loose, and the drive is on. It's full boar excitement from the forest and fields of France's Loire Valley. The spectacular all-new season of Wild Boar Fever. Saturdays at 6 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Watch past seasons of Wild Boar Fever on My Outdoor TV. Go to MyOutdoorTV.com. Looking for your next off-road adventure? The all-new Yamaha Wolverine X2 side-by-side is ready when you are. Offering unmatched off-road capability with ultimate comfort, the Yamaha Wolverine X2 is packed with features to help you turn your dreams of adventure into reality. With Yamaha-proven off-road capability, comfort, and confidence, visit YamahaOutdoors.com to learn more about the 2019 Yamaha Wolverine X2 and realize your adventure. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Outdoor adventure and great eating go hand in hand with all of our high mountain seasonings jerky kits snack and sticks buckboard bacon finishing sauces rubs and shakers marinades and more go to himtnjerky.com or call 1-800-829-2285 today the revolution with jim and trav is back don't forget you can always drop us some feedback and help make the show better at jimandtrav.com today we're talking essential fall prep now here's cat daddy head honcho and guide at cat daddy's catfishing adventures brought to you by sticky holsters the brand that fits your lifestyle see them online at stickyholsters.com here are the boys Hey, we're back. We're talking essential fall prep on this week's show. Before the break, we had a two-part interview with old Stephen West. That's P-H-E-N. That's right. And he's a host of West of Texas. He's on Sportsman Channel Monday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Once he got his Ph.D., he changed it to Ph. of Stephen. Did you eat a chili cheese dog for lunch? Uh, uh, yes. As a matter of fact, I did. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't remnants all over your shirt right now. All right, so just, I like to wear them. <laughs> you know, we were talking mule deer hunting. This is essential fall prep. Now we're going to go to catfishing for just a minute. And Uh-oh. just now being joined by Mr. Cat Daddy, and he is the catfishing kingpin of Kansas. He's a hit honcho. That is right, the godfather of all things whiskers. Mr. Cat Daddy, how's it going? I always give them fish a deal they can't refuse. <laughs> Sometimes he puts a horse's head in their bed. Yeah, you know, oftentimes we think about essential fall prep when it comes to hunting and things you have to do, putting out blinds to drill cams and, and clearing brush and whatever. But there's a lot of things that you got to start thinking about for that fall bite, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, man. You know, uh, fall time is a good time to go out and store up on your shad so you can get your shad guts and shad sides bottled up for the the coming season, you know. And, you know, it's really crazy because I have a sister that lives down in Greenbrier, Arkansas, and she came down here four days ago. And before she left Greenbrier, I asked her, I said, Judy, can you pick me about four or five dozen of them catapa worms off them catapa trees you got in your backyard? She said, well, sure, brother. Well, man, I'm telling you what right now, boys, that is one hot little worm. Catapa worms? What kind of a plant does it grow on? Yeah, what kind of worm is that? 
Well, it's like a great big tree that grows green beans. Oh, that really? Hang, mm. That hang down. Yeah, they got catapa worms all over the flower buds on it. And now now they're budding real good down there in Arkansas. Man, I'm telling you, I took them worms and I went up to the uh, spillway at Perry. And we was knocking blue cats out. But they wasn't big ones. You know, those four or five pounds, just good eating fish. But, man, you thread one of them on a straight hook, woo, look out, boy. Yeah, now, do they kind of look like a tomato worm? Yeah, they're kind of a crossbreed between a grub worm, a tomato worm, and a big, fat Kansas hand-picked nightcrawler. You know what they look like (laughs) is a catapa worm. That's exactly what they look like. They're kind of like twin brothers with different mothers. Oh, I understand (laughs) that. Now, kind of crazy is over the years, you've always said that the blue cats are more of a cold water bite fish. How are you having so much success when the the temps in the water temperature is so hot right now? Well, you know, it's not that they're more of a cold water bite fish. It's that they're they're all around bite fish. You catch them early spring, you know, during the hot water. And during the fall, you know, and uh, when it gets a lot colder out, even snowing, just as long as you got water to tread on out on the lakes and stuff. But them blue cats, you know, they're they're all around biting fish. Now, you know, when it gets cold like that in the winter, they do thrive real good, and the bite's on. Now, the channel cats and the flatheads are naturally asleep, the flatheads are. They're like an old bear. But them doggone channel cats, they get really lethargic, you know, when that water gets cold. But them blue cats, man, they're hellfire all year round. Now, would you say when the water temperature, let, let's say as we transition into fall, and the water temperature starts to drop, the leaves are falling to such a pretty time of the year, is that when you're going to start hooking into the bigger blue cats versus the three, four pounders? Well, you know, at that time of year, I call it the fall frenzy. Yeah. And all them fish like to put on a little weight, you know, to get fattened up for the next Next time they're out and about, you know, so they ain't got to work so hard for the winter feed. And, you know, that's when the bigger fish really bite stronger, I feel. I always thought that. Yeah, now let's get back to, like, a top of worms, because how do you rig the – you 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 thread them on a hook like you do a nightcrawler? Uh, or Or do you, do you mash them up you with shad sides? <laughs> you couldn't put no more than two of these worms on a five- or a six-odd hook, because, man, oh. it's, it's just too much. And they got a slick that comes out of them when you poke them. It don't smell too good, but, man, it sure is slick and greasy. Well, that's one thing about you that you always do, going with, like, natural baits. You're always switching things up. Do you think sometimes presenting them something that's kind of their – it's foreign to them, really, uh, is what really entices them? Oh, yeah. You know, the uh, curiosity uh, – you've heard the old saying, <laughs> curiosity kills the cat. <laughs> <laughs> also catches them. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we throw everything at them but the kitchen sink, man. Whatever it takes, whatever you got. You know, don't hold back for nothing. You know, if you ain't got a bite going on right then – Try something different. Now, do you suppose that you could get uh, your sister to send you a bunch of those things and you could take like, uh, you know, the Catfish Slayer punch bait and mash those things up and put them in there and you got something then? (laughs) I don't know exactly what I'd have until I tried it, but that don't sound like a bad deal. Yeah, we get something kind of bland. I mean, like cheese or something. Now, what are the old worms used to go after that could like cause temporary blindness? Do you remember (laughs) that? Yeah, that's the good old sewer worm, man. The old green stink worm. Man. Yeah, and those were good, yeah. don't they? 
Oh, boy, that, that's an all-around bait there. You know, as a matter of fact, I used to get a bunch of them, put them in a jar, and let the sun ferment them down until it turns into like a oil. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Oh, man, you mix that in with your cheese bait, your dip bait, look out, Jack, look out. All right, so, Will, once again, we've been talking with Cat Daddy. He is the head honcho and guide at Cat Daddy's Catfishing Adventures. Make sure you hop on Facebook, check him out. Uh, this has been brought to you by Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle. Hop online and check them out, stickyholsters.com. Again, though, Mr. Cat Daddy, where can we find you online, buddy? www.catdaddyguideservices.com. And boy, let me tell you, that's a capital R. <laughs> hey, coming up next is old Randy Birdsong. Yeah, he's the co-host alongside Nate Hosey, Headhunters TV on Outdoor Channel. That's Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, Randy Birdsong. Coming up next, don't go anywhere. Get you some. Hey. Go. Go! Go outside today! Hey! Hunt! Fish! And do it like a boss! Hey! Bunny, you know she is a turkey slaying ninja! Hey! And Jimbo, he is a backstrap grilling fellow! Word! Stay tuned. The revolution with Jim and Trav will continue in a few moments. Hit up JimandTrav.com for lots of cool extras from the show. The beauty of the Yukon is that it's a place where you can either lose yourself or find yourself. When hunters come here, the men that lead them into the wildlands need to be tough. They need to make the right decisions every minute of every day. Those that do are called guides. A grizzly bear came up right behind us. We're going to have to do a warning shot. Jim Shockey's Uncharted Yukon. All new season, Mondays at 7 p.m. On Outdoor Channel. Attention outdoor adventure enthusiasts. Introducing the world's most off-road capable four-seat side-by-side. The 2019 Yamaha Wolverine X4. It's packed with features to help you turn your dreams of adventure into reality. With Yamaha proven off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Visit YamahaOutdoors.com to learn more about the 2019 Yamaha Wolverine X4. And realize your adventure. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Chardonnay Finishing Sauce is one of the many tasty treats that awaits you at High Mountain Seasonings. Order your jerky and sausage kits, snack and sticks, marinades, rubs and shakers, and more by going to HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. The revolution with Jim and Travis on with Essential Fall Prep. Now let's get back to Randy Birdsong, co-host of Headhunters TV on Outdoor Channel, Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. This is part one. Hey, we're back. We're talking essential fall prep in this week's show. Before the break, we had old Cat Daddy on. Yeah, we did. And he was telling us how to catch big old catfish with big old worms. Mrs. Bunny's little something-something on the side. <laughs> All right, so anyways, oh. I'm 10-10 on the side. <laughs> All right, so we'd have to apologize, boys and girls. Our next guest, he is currently en route to the Deerwoods. He's between mountains. Kind of a bad connection, but just now being joined by the man. He, he's got the word, bird. He's a singer. That's right, Mr. Randy Birdsong, or he's the co-host alongside of us. Anyways, Mr. Randy Birdsong just now joining us. He is the co-host of Headhunter TV on Outdoor Channel Thursdays at 7.30 Eastern Time. Now it's plural, Headhunters TV. Anyways, Outdoor Channel, you gotta watch it. (laughs) Alright, so you were telling us, Mr. Randy, but during the break, uh, you've been going out doing a lot of scouting, obviously working in your food plots, planting switchgrass so you can hit Jimbo with it. 
Gosh, uh, yeah, love it. putting out ground blinds, tree stands, so on and so forth. But as this early season approaches, man, do you kind of like want to go hands off? Hands off? Yeah, kind of back off a little bit so you don't potentially put more pressure on the deer in the area and move them out. Uh, what is your go-to plan of attack right now? Yeah, it's interesting for me, you know, guys, because I, I like to go west early season. So I've got all of my stuff in the Midwest here, you know, in Missouri, where I live at. I, I'll work on that stuff all summer, all the way up until about the end of August. And I actually, at the end of August, I, I turn my attention out west, and I just kind of let my stuff here marinate until it gets better. To eat. I, re, I usually let it set until mid, the middle part of October. And I really, really back off on the pressure and just, like I said, just let it kind of set there and let the deer start using the food plot. And then I've noticed over the years, whenever I come back, I mean, you're just walking into a fresh piece of dirt. I mean, uh, low, low pressure and those deer just acting like deer at that point in time. So that works good for me. Like I said, I put a ton of time, ton of effort into these farms and then I just back off of them and I go out west and I hunt for about a month out there and when I come back, it's, it's ready to rock. Yeah, now this early season, sometimes you'll find hardhorn deer. Other times you'll still get them in the velvet. What do you prefer? I love a good velvet deer. I, I always like, you know, we always hunt Montana every year out west, and their season always opens either, you know, it's, it's between September the 1st and September the 7th, just depending on the year. And um, it's always interesting out there because on the years that it opens, you know, later, a lot of times you run into kind of half hardhorn and, and half velvet, though. They're really starting to, to shred velvet by that time. But I love, I love to hunt them in the velvet. And it seems like to me, in my experience, while they're in velvet, they just stay a little bit more patternable. When they start coming out of velvet, they kind of get a little bit squirrely there for a few days and they can start doing a lot of different stuff. So I like to catch them early if I can. Yeah. Now, if I said St. Jude's, what would you say? A huge part of my life anymore, I can tell you. Really? Now, what is your affiliation? Randy Birdsong, the amazing hunter, cool guy. He sings. He sings, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, But no, (laughs) what is your affiliation, and what do you do with St. Jude, buddy? You know, honestly, we we don't have any kind of direct relationship with it. And, uh, you know, knock on wood, unfortunately, we've been blessed to not be affected by it and have to use those guys as far as in our family. But so many, so many people over the, you know, all around the country are affected by cancer and, and, you know, children is just, it's just the absolute worst. And St. Jude just, they run completely off of donations. And about eight or 10 years ago, we decided as a group that we just want to do what we could to, to help them out. And we started as a, as a small 3D archery tournament here in Missouri. And I think the first year we raised, I don't know, seven or eight thousand dollars total. Wow. And um, we actually just we we kind of we grew the archery and grew the archery side of it. And then four years ago we started with a big outdoor banquet on Friday night before the Saturday archery event. And that's actually what we just just wrapped up yesterday. Uh, and um, we just got the numbers in last night. We raised a hundred and forty thousand dollars. Holy cow! A hundred and forty? Yeah. Are you serious? Hundred hundred and forty thousand dollars, and it is so cool, man. Because I, I tell you, you know, the outdoor community has really come together on this thing, you know. And whether they're a partner of our show or not, we reach out to just about everybody we can in the outdoor industry, and they're so so gracious to send us stuff for the auctions and donations and. uh you know, a lot of personalities from the from the outdoor community come out to it, and it's just turned into a, a super, super cool event. And just to be able to give that kind of money to the hospital and, and to help to help those kids that's battling for their life on a daily basis, it just 
it, it makes you feel good inside that you can give back just a little bit. And uh, it's something I'm telling you that's really become a big deal around here. Yeah. And we're talking with uh, Randy Birdsong, and he's talking about uh, the event that they just did recently for St. Jude there in it's Memphis, Tennessee, right? That's Burnett. correct. Yeah. 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 Now, of all the people listening out there, if they wanted to do something for St. Jude's, do they contact you or do they contact St. Jude's? Is there an organization where they can contact? Yeah, we, we've got a group uh, called Proper Bluff Heroes here uh, in our hometown, and they can reach out to me on social media. And uh, if they want to be a part of it, if they want to donate to it, uh, anything they want to do to help, we would uh, we'd love to have it and appreciate it. So. Absolutely. All right, Mr. Randy Birdsong, the co-host alongside Nate Hosey, Headhunters TV on Outdoor Channel, Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You got to watch it. Now, talking about bigger and better, Headhunters TV, man, all new season that's out right now. What are we going to see this season? What can you get us pumped up for? Man, this season was, was one for the books, no doubt. I've been proofing shows over the last couple months here, and I tell you what, we've got a solid, solid list of episodes coming down the pipe. We've, uh, if anybody's caught up with the show so far, we've had some awesome elk episodes. We've got, uh, got a couple more elk episodes, and we've got a lot of whitetail action coming at you. It's going to be a good season. It's slam-packed from, from number one to number 13. It's, it's, it was a great season, and, you know, we're, we're looking forward to start filming season 10 here just in a couple of weeks. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Randy Birdsong. He co-hosts the Headhunter TV. Also, it does a big part with uh, St. Jude's uh Home for kids. That's right. Headhunters TV Outdoor Channel alongside Nate Hosey and Randy Birdsong. That's Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, This has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. And again, Mr. Randy, to learn more about you, Headhunters TV, Nate Hosey, all the good stuff, your partners, where you're going to be, where can we find you online, man? Yeah, absolutely. It's HeadhuntersTV.com. And then also on all the social media platforms, we've got our personal ones and the ones for Headhunters TV, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of the above. Hey, that was old Randy Birdsong, co-host of Headhunters TV. And uh, coming up next is Buyer Bus with old Mrs. Bunny. It's fixing to get trashy, folks. <laughs> Hi, Mr. Randy again. Headhunters TV on Outdoor Channel. It's amazing Channel. what you weigh trash, you know. <laughs> uh, Headhunters TV on Outdoor Channel, Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Randy, thanks for coming on. We love you, buddy. Hey, appreciate you guys having me, fellas. Appreciate it. Revolution with Jim and Trav. We're a beer-drinking, flag-waving good time. Oh, yeah! Stay tuned. The revolution will continue after these short messages. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Now 
here's Buy or Bust, honest gear reviews to help you make better buying decisions. Brought to you by Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. Your adventure starts here. It's time for Buy or Bust, brought to you by Cabela's and Bass Pro Shops. I can see clearly now. Binoculars Plus with uh, Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's. You know they're standing together for great gear, fair prices, expert binoculars, uh, plus service and memorable experiences. That's the truth. Seriously. All of that? Yeah. I actually caught, well, no, Johnny Morris caught me looking through his windows uh, with the all-new Cabela's <laughs> CX Pro That's the HD restraining order, right? Rain, rain. Well, the thing is, I was using the all-new Cabela's CX Pro HD rangefinder binoculars. Yes. Because of the restraining order, I can't come within a thousand yards of him. That's why the new CX scope, spotting scope that matches, is going to be perfect for you now, well, right? Well, yeah, see, because these, yeah. these range out to 1,800 yards. They do. And so I was at 1,400 yards, and so now they've lengthened it. I can't come within 2,500 <laughs> yards of a Johnny Morris. But you know what? He smells so good. Usually, if I'm downwind, I can still scent him. That's right. So I can track him is That's what right. I can do. All right. So these new binoculars, all new from Cabela's, they are range-finding binoculars. Disclaimer here. You have been the first person to say that you do not like combo optics. No, I don't. I don't like combination anything. No. I, you know... That's but your your opinion is not the end all be all. It should be <gasps> shock. Well, it should uh, be. No, but you know while they are heavier and while it's nice to have separate um, optics in some cases, there is a time and a place for combined optics or combos like this, and these uh, do it well. Yeah, you know, when you go to like uh, a burger joint, they're like, "Do you want a combo?" No, I just ordered a burger. If I wanted a drink, I would say I want a drink and I want fries or tater tots. I just want the burger. Right. However, in some applications, especially when you are hunting out west, you know, we're actually talking about uh, essential fall prep, gearing up for like whitetail hunting, mule deer hunting, even elk hunting, so on and so forth. Uh, when you are hunting out west and it's open range, it is nice while you're glassing. You can kind of, because I know Jimbo's a big fan of... Uh, the yes, range I finding binoculars. I really, really like that uh, feature. Uh, combos. Now, these are cool because they actually come with different modes. So you have like a rifle, bow, standard, and scan, scan. mode. Okay. Right. So there's different things that you can do with it. They compensate for your angle, so they're going to give you the true... Trajectory. The true distance and things like that. They're going to range out to 1,800 yards on shiny reflective objects and out to 750 probably on deer or so, something like that. So they give you a lot of range in that way, and it gives you the ability to have, not to carry that pocket um, range finder. I think in applications like close, close quarters hunting, like if you're bow hunting deer or elk or whatever you are, and you're in a tree stand, I think it's nice to have the separate optics that way you're not having to re-glass every time. You can just throw up the rangefinder really slowly and quietly. I, I think for longer distance hunting, like out west, things like that, I think these are nice because they're out for that 750 yards or so for a deer or an elk or whatever else, where you are going to be hunting longer distances. And even if you're not taking that longer shot, you're going to be at least glassing from that far away before you put the stock and eventually shot on them. Well, you know, like traditional rangefinders, they're like the monocular. Is that what you call it? A monocular? Monocular, yeah. yeah. Where it's just one eye. Right. I know. It is nice having both eyes Two working. Two eyes. When you're, when you're going out there a long ways. If you're bow hunting from a tree stand and you're range finding anything under 100 yards, it's not a really big deal. But when you're trying to range find a rock to get, you know, placement a thousand yards out, having both eyes staring at one object and you can zoom in and stuff like that. Uh, is rather handy. Right. That, that it is. So to your point about modes and things like that, I think this gives you a reading like every 0.25 seconds, which when it's on the scan mode means you get four readings in under a second 
a time. So you get really, really, really fast response. And that's nice for when you have an animal on the move. I mean, you can keep track of how far that animal is, especially when they're running or something like that. That way you have a very clear picture of how far your distance is, because as anybody knows, the distance is so important for accuracy, shot placement and things like that. Well, you know, when we were talking with old, uh, uh, Stephen West with West of Texas this week. He said most of his shots are that five to six hundred yards when he's chasing big mule deer. Yeah. When you're out there like that, you have to know if it's 550, 600 yards, it 625. Makes a it makes a big difference. Yeah. If you're shooting at something you think is, you know, with a rifle, it's 100 yards, but it's really 120, eh, it's not going to be off that far. But when you get out there past like 200 yards, your trajectory of your bullet changes drastically. And when you get to like 500 yards, holy cow. My binoculars say don't shoot. They say don't shoot. <laughs> Jimbo's binoculars also say stay inside when it's cold. Uh, but this has like the IPX7, which I think is like the industry standard for waterproofing and fogproof. Has a rubber armor exterior, a magnesium alloy chassis, uh, dielectric prism coatings, phase coating prisms, ultra wide band lens coatings, multiple ED glass elements. Elements. I mean, these you got are, a lot of stuff. It There's, has the tech savvy stuff. It also has, I think, something like ten preloaded ballistic outputs that you can choose from that uh, give you um, out to eight hundred yards. You can choose your display in either MOA, um, MOL, or inches out to eight hundred yards. Now, I think these come in what ten by fifty. I think so. Something is that like what that. it is? Yeah. Just know that they give you enough magnification to get out there when you're ranging and things like that out to 750 yards on a big game animal. And they're going to be plenty of binocular for hunting out west, for sure. And anything close up, obviously, is going to be more than adequate. So. Now, one thing I do like about these, because let's say you're fumbling around, maybe picking your nose, they are ambidextrous. Right. So it's easy to use the range finding uh, capabilities with either your right or your left hand. Let's say you're eating a sandwich, Jimbo. Okay. I do that all the Maybe time. Maybe mess around on your iPod, phone, whatever you do. Uh, you could use either your right or left hand. It doesn't really matter. And the, the nice thing about these as well is, again, uh, Cabela's comes out with these fantastic products all the time, and they put them at an affordable price. And anytime you combine a rangefinder with a, a good pair of binoculars, the price is usually pretty steep, right? Right. I think these come in just under 1000 bucks. Well, you now, figure the price of a good rangefinder and the price of a good binocular, you're not going to get it for under that, probably. Yeah, when you uh, when you buy these, you're really looking at an investment for a lifetime. Yeah. An investment in your future, well, also, as you say. The, also, because Cabela's puts a warranty on all their products, you don't have to worry about spending the money on it because it is going to be a lifetime investment because you have that that guarantee of a service after the fact if something happens to them. Johnny Morris stamp of approval. That's right. That's what it is. You all come right. out and pick them up. All right, we say what? Buy it. Got to buy the all-new Cabela CX Pro HD rangefinder binoculars i wish they would just condense that just say like binoculars with rangefinder in them <laughs> i think that like was that. just as many words <laughs> okay maybe not anyways go check them out at bass pro shops or cabello's and have your kids like run around in the store and you can range find them with the scan mode uh neat stuff like that uh so anyways we gotta get to a break we will return right after this the Revolution with Jim and Trav is powered by our amazing listeners and sponsors. Defined by elegance, precision, and an ability to endure great pain. We're proud to partner with Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's, standing together for great gear, fair prices, expert service, and memorable experiences. Visit them at cabelas.com and basspro.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will continue after these important messages. My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices with the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made. It's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. 
My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV, now everywhere. Tiki Holsters is an American company that specializes in developing and producing concealment holsters and other everyday carry products. All of our products are made right here in the USA and come with a lifetime craftsmanship warranty. Our holsters are designed for inside the waistband or pocket carry. There are no bulky, uncomfortable clips, hooks, or straps. They use our proprietary sticky material to securely hold in place. Carry confidently in comfort. Sticky Holsters, the brand that fits your lifestyle. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits. Safari hats and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bob. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. But, I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors. Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the grandpappy of the outdoors. It has finally come to an end. That's all? This is unacceptable. I'm afraid the revolution with Jim and Trav comes to a close this week. Goodbye. But don't forget to drop us some feedback and stay in touch with the show at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. We talked about the essentials of fall prep. And, of course, we had Stephen West on the show, as well as Cat Daddy and Randy Birdsaw. And our own very own Mrs. Bunny, you stopped by for just a little bit. Absolutely, boys. Yeah, and hey, we want to thank our affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes show possible, like Miss Bunny. All the guys and gals here at The Revolution. It's a fun week. It is a fun week, Joe, but you make everything <laughs> fun and interesting. You're such a wordsman. Uh, but most importantly... That was smooth. Yeah, thank you, boys girls uh, for tuning in each and every week and also for going where buddy jimandtrav.com that's right peruse all the articles read jim stuff check out my stuff and make some of bunny's recipes but get outdoors this week and take some kiddos with you just recreate outside as a family get some neighborhood kids involved just spend your time outdoors and uh, practice firearm safety mrs bunny last word uh you seasons are coming up make sure your kiddos have hunter safety that way they can go out to and participate this year right and also still uh, fishing's going on Everywhere in the country, take a little guy, gal out. Yeah, you could do like, and even though I'm not a fan of combos, you could do a combo hunting and fishing trip. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that would be fun. Yeah. All right, we will return <laughs> next week. We love you boys and girls so much. Peace out. God bless. America, you are so amazing. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 